This is the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, September 15th. Welcome back, Corey. Boy, oh boy, do we have stuff to talk about. We have stuff on stuff on stuff. Let's get right into Look it. Look at this. I got like a whole sheet of paper written down. Oh, it's like we actually plan the stuff out sometimes. I don't know if that's the case. Mostly it's because my brain is turning to mush. <laughs> and I have to write a few things down to remember what we want to talk about. Uh, first things first. The Pro Football Challenge presented by Warner Garage Door uh, has officially begun week two. There's Thursday night games. It's Thursday. There's Thursday night football tonight. Football. Uh, we're playing for a weekly prizes and an end-of-season prize. And you're going to want to go to WadenaRadio.com, get yourself signed up, or re-sign yourself back in and make your picks for the week two games. I, as a matter of fact, went through... And made my picks this morning. Yeah, I gotta make my picks still. But let's go back to week one leaderboard, shall we? Why In not? The top ten. Congratulations. William Schwartz and Rob Peterson lead the way with twelve points apiece. Which is great news. Good job, William. Good job, Rob. Uh tied with eleven points in second place. Brittany Oyster, Darlis Hamburg. Uh, Corey Buecher, Ricky Price, Ron Wanis, Scott Cascatello, and then Matthew Senny and C.J. Baumgartner. Wow. Look at Hubbard Radio Wadena holding down the uh, the second-place position. Matt Senny, of course, our general manager. Yeah. Way to go. 11, 11 correct picks. Uh, rounding out the top ten. Because that was, we've now named nine people. Rounding out the top ten with eight points, me. Look yeah. at us. Look at us. Three of the top ten positions held by us in the building. That's pretty darn cool. Um, let's do, let's give people a little help here. Okay. Uh, week two picks. Heck, we, let's help them out tonight. A great, another two great Thursday night football games in a row to start the year. Yeah, they, Chiefs and Chargers are like a classic Thursday night football staple. I feel like they always kind of get that matchup. Yeah, but they're both awesome and their quarterbacks are incredible. The Chargers are at the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Um, I'm picking the Chiefs. It's their home opener. It's the, it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. It's going to be a gunfight, I think, but I got the Chiefs. Yeah, I got the Chiefs too. I think it's going to be another, it's going to be another shootout between these two guys. So I think, uh, I'm going to go with Patty Mahomes at, uh, his homies. I love it. I love it. All right, way to go. Check that out at uh, WadenaRadio.com, the Pro Football Challenge presented by uh, Warner Garage Door. Um, uh, the Vikings play a Monday night football game, of course, at Philadelphia. We'll talk about we'll talk more about that tomorrow, probably, and yeah, and and Monday for sure. But um, I had a bit of a of a revelation. You did last night. I was just sitting around. I don't know what, staring at the wall, probably. Um, uh, staring at all the monster trucks and dinosaurs on our living room floor that I was like, God damn, I have to pick these up again. <laughs> Not just for the, for the millionth day in a row, but for the 14th time today, I'm just going to have to like bend over. There's and- some, only so many times CJ, you can kick dinosaurs out of the way and just have paths. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before so one gets right under your foot. So as I'm staring at that, as I'm staring at those, Including the big monster truck we just got called Megabyte. Megabyte looks like a dog. Yo, but it's got a computer name. Ooh. 
I was thinking about the Vikings and their Monday night football game at Philadelphia and how coming into the season, Philadelphia and Minnesota were kind of the the darlings of like, is this going to be the team this year that makes a little uh, run? You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that doesn't necessarily mean Super Bowl or anything, but... Like this could be, these could be. Philadelphia could win the NFC East quite easily. Very, and now it seems like a, a, very a easily with thing. the Dallas Cowboys quarterback out. Um, and they're like the Vikings are the Vikings could one hundred percent. It's there for them. And I decided yesterday, it hit me that if the Vikings beat Philadelphia on on Monday Night Football mm-hmm. in Philadelphia, I am I am presently prepared. To be irrational about the Vikings. Do you think that's fair? I mean, they're the week one win. Yeah, I know it's against. I know it's in week one. I know teams hadn't really played in the regular season. It's still a home win against the Packers. That divisional win will be huge towards the end of the year, especially yep. if the Vikings split with the Packers. So getting one win against Green Bay is awesome. It's Green Bay's going to make the win. playoffs this year. Uh, uh, it's an important win. I don't know what necessarily we can take from it. How like, important it is, we don't know, right. but it is important. But is it? the divisional aspect, I'm, and I'm not lessening the importance of it. I don't know what it means for the Vikings the rest of yeah. the season. If you take a win over Green Bay and then go yeah, to Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you're not, right? You're stacking these two things yeah. on top of each other. It's, it changes my perspective entirely. Those are two playoff teams from last year yep. and two teams who everybody expects to make the playoffs again. Yep. If you can beat both those two teams, the Vikings schedule softens up tremendously after that. Uh, tremendously. They played Detroit right away after that. That's a win. Detroit's defense is horrendous. Uh, there's just things that the Vikings can kind of stack some wins. Now they're not going to go undefeated in the first like eight games, but if they can go like six and two, five and three in those first eight games of the season, I think this team is in such a good position. And you see that a lot in the NFL. If you can just, and really in any sport, but mainly I always feel like baseball and football. If the first month of your season, you just kind of hang around 500 or better through the first month and a half, two months, you're going to set yourself up for some good positioning for the rest of the season because you're not playing catch-up. You're just kind of hanging around ready to kind of jump off the pad. And even if you do right away early in the season, you've put yourself in that conversation already. So uh, the Vikings have a chance to do that. I think we've talked this about this off-air. If the Vikings go 1-1 one one in their first two games, we said this before the regular season started, we'd be pretty happy with that. So they're already playing with house money against the Eagles. But this one's going to be an offensive showcase on Monday night. There's some some primetime Kirk Cousins ghosts that we'd be fine. Um, uh, uh, he got uh, his first Monday night football win last year. I think so. And and he got a second one because they beat the Bears. Yes, right. But there's still, you know, Kirk yeah. Cousins comes with a bit of a stigma. Whether you agree with it or not, it's there. Yeah. Um, so this would just be an early season primetime Kirk Cousins. Like, can we can we um, uh, uh, get rid of some of those, um, or do just do another thing to step in the right direction? I don't know. I Kirk also plays surprisingly well against Philadelphia. He's two and zero against the Eagles as the starting quarterback of the Vikings, and has played pretty well against them when he was in Washington. Um, so I'm there's my there's my Homer take. 
I mean, I picked them to win. I did too. So why not? So um, I, you mentioned the Lions. I want to continue this football okay, conversation. Okay, let's get it going. You mentioned the Lions. Uh, this is uh, really important. The Lions are, are not great. No. I still think they're going to finish the year better than Chicago. Yeah. Congrats to the Bears on a weird first win. On a weird first win because your stadium's a dump. Correct. And you're playing Trey Lance, who's in his first game ever also. Like, cool. Good job. Um, the Lions are betting favorites this week. I saw that. They're at home. They're uh, to take on the Washington Commanders, the, the Fighting Wences. I picked the Commies to win that one. You did. I went with the Commies. I did not. I don't trust Carson Wentz, and I don't like him. Uh, Who do you trust more, Carson Wentz or the Lions, though? Actually, the Lions. Actually, the Lions. I can't believe I'm saying that. they're betting favorites for the first time in twenty in uh twenty six uh, uh, in almost two years. Mm-hmm. They were last favored November twenty second of twenty twenty, which I assume was the Thanksgiving game. Yeah, and I can't even remember who they. I don't remember who it was against either. I ha- I don't. I didn't write that part down. But um, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, a good remedy for a, a porous defense. Is having Carson Wentz throw to you? <laughs> yeah, I get it. You're not supposed to blaspheme the great name of Carson Wentz in this area. The dude is not great. He's not like a great starting quarterback. He kind of hovers that line of like he's got that ceiling where he'll throw three touchdown passes against the Jaguars, but he also will have a couple couple weird wonky throws in the middle. Of it. He will, th- yeah, he'll throw touchdown passes that you're like, I what an unbelievable throw, what an unbelievable talent. And then the next possession, he'll just like throw it straight to your linebacker. It doesn't make any sense. He's uh, he's sketchy. So um, I did pick the Lions in that game because come on, I don't think the Lions are great, but like, come on, Lions, you got that. Let this be the year you don't finish in last place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I know. And then uh, let's stick with football one more time. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. What is it with this guy and his horrible texting habits? Uh, yeah, well, see, Brett Favre is in hot water for some more text messages, this time without pictures. So that's uh, at least he's taking a step up in that direction. That's a positive for those of you who are active on the Internet because <laughs> you don't want to see those pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, text messages have shown that Brett Favre knew he was being paid in misspent welfare money from the state of Mississippi for speeches he never gave back in 2017. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was because he wanted to get some money uh, for Southern Mississippi's volleyball program because it turns out his daughter was on the team. So he uh, turns out he was texting with the governor, or at least had a text message with somebody saying, hey, the governor's on our side, which is not something you should text. No. You're committing a crime. I'm pretty sure it's the governor. And in the text message, he says, hey, man, I just want to make sure my name can't be tied to any of this at all. Then and the maybe, response is like, no, man, we're good. Uh, do they not know you can subpoena text messages? Here's, here's, here's so, the thing. It's not looking good for Favre. This is a lot of welfare fraud. Yeah, you don't want to misappropriate welfare funds to get your daughter a new volleyball arena. I believe Mississippi is one of the poorest states in the country. Yeah, they could use it. Um, uh, uh, screw you, Brett Favre. What are you doing? This is so ridiculous. Uh, I, I, what an idiot. <laughs> oh, 
my wife sometimes says, like, can't you just get a burner phone for your text messages with your college roommates? Like, just, just so I don't have to, like, just get me away from all this phone dinging. You can just have a burner phone that's specific. Have a little track phone. You gotta kinda, you have to tap two, three you times to get the letter. word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, Brett. Like, put a burner together if you're gonna be doing this. This is like, what Go did on. I see? I heard, I think Charles Barkley said one time, if you're gonna commit a crime, don't write a check for it. <laughs> like, literally. Don't put your name on it. Like, don't, what are you doing? Don't do, don't do that. Yeah, if you're Brett Favre, go to Walmart, get a track phone, just be done with it. Go have a meeting on a golf course somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, just, hey, I'll meet you on hole 11. <laughs> write it down on paper. Well, as far away from the clubhouse as possible in the rest of the world. I'll just see you, you know, whole nine at nine. Like in, uh, Does he in, think those text messages are from Mission Impossible where they'll self-destruct after they, uh, after he sends them? What a doofus. Uh, so um, we'll see what happens. Brett Favre was never charged earlier, but we'll see now that this stuff comes up if they, uh. It's, well, it's not going to be good. That's for sure. It's not going to mm-hmm. be good. Um, uh, one more, two more things I want to get to really quick. Go for I want to quiz you with something. All right. Um, Shaq on his podcast, Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. said Dennis Rodman was his worst teammate he ever had. Not surprising. He said he was a great player, but he made it hard, which is a funny quote. Um, who did Shaq and Rodman, what team did they play for? What team were they teammates on? Shaq and Rodman. Was it Houston? It was not Houston. I'm asking you this because I didn't know either. Uh, Houston Phoenix? Nope. I'll give you one more guess. Uh, I don't know where, I can't remember. The where. Lakers. They, what? Remember Rodman went there and he was like number 70 something. Oh, weird. yeah, you, uh, it's like Emmett Smith as a Cardinal. Broadcast schedule tonight, Twins and Royals, 6 o'clock pregame, 6.40, first pitch on KW80. Park Region Conference, volleyball in the Superstation tonight, Monaget, Wadena, Deer Creek, 7.15 pregame, 7.30 first serve. I'm out. All right. There goes Corey. This has been the morning sports desk for Thursday, September 15th. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio.